Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA. So glad you've joined us. I've been looking forward to this conversation ever since it got scheduled uh, because this is somebody that I've gotten to know very well over the last few weeks and really enjoyed the chats that we have. Uh, and that's Matthew Norton. How are you, my friend? I am doing great today. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate the opportunity to be with you. Hey, absolutely. I know about you, but I'd love for you, if you don't mind, just for a minute to introduce yourself to our audience. Absolutely. Well, I am a husband for 33 years now, just about. I have an amazing wife that is my clearly my better half. I have five kids. I have five grandkids. I live in San Diego, California, and I'm sitting here looking out at the palm trees right now. I, I love I love people. I'm a relationship guy. I love understanding uh, who people are, what inspires them, what uh, you know, what um, how you know how they can best thrive in their world, in their business world, and in other relationships. And I love helping them better navigate those waters with groups of people. And I see that I see a massive need there, and it just seems like that's what I'm called to contribute to. Well, I'm going to say in advance, thank you for doing that because it's so needed in this industry, and so many of our assistants who listen to this podcast every week, uh, you know, they're out there looking for that spark. They're out there looking for a way to figure out how to work more closely with each other, just to to enjoy their day a little bit more. <laughs> And I know that this is something that you, as you just mentioned, you're very passionate about. And while we could talk for hours and I could ask you, you know, how, how someone finds meaning or joy or anything else, I guess I, I'd love to ask you, you know, whenever we work with each other, so often there's this friction that's built up that we don't even know where it comes from, but yet it does. Mm -hmm. and, and what's one some of the things that you have seen eliminate that friction is is it merely just getting to kind of know how each other ticks through assessments and things that we'll talk about in a minute or is there something a lot deeper than that in your mind well i would say it's a good question and i would say there's a starting point which is uh, the idea of service um, i was doing a training yesterday and one of the things they told me afterwards was the kind of the fact that i brought up a service a serving of the team and fellow teammates, you know, they said they were kind of familiar with that concept in marriage of serving your spouse to be an appropriate perspective to take, but hadn't really heard that. And I said, well, if if we're if we care about other people, if we're care focused, and hopefully that's what we're doing in the dental industries is caring for patients. But I also think we need to we need to amplify our care for our teammates. And to do that means if we're going to serve them, then we want to know how to serve them in a way that is meaningful for them. We tend to serve, we tend to communicate through our own styles. This is what I think what I would want, and therefore I assume that's what you would want. But it, so if we're going to serve people, then it requires that we understand people to a greater degree, that we understand that we're all unique, just like fingerprints. When we talk about these assessments, Kevin, and 
I've been doing this 23 years. I've done thousands of them. It really is my passion. I love psychology, brain science, human behavior, and I've done not created nine assessments. And in these core four, one of them is about what inspires us, right? What is it that we value? What drives us? So if we can know that about our team members, if we can know that about about each person that's involved, the, the, the doctors, what what's driving them, what's inspiring them. But if we can know these things, know a person's behavior style, know a person's cognitive or thinking style, understand different emotional tendencies or orientations. Now, if I understand, I can communicate better with you. I can collaborate better. I can We can celebrate each other more. We can resolve conflict in a better way. And we can say what we it can lead us into saying, what, how can I help you do better in what you're doing? It wouldn't be what I would think of necessarily, but tell me what, how I can serve you better that makes your day and your work easier for you. And that's really fascinating because we think about in the dental industry how much that we serve our patients, you know, that we we always put them first and everything else. But that concept of service to each other within the practice, uh, that that's kind of a little bit of a mind shift, I would think, for a lot of people. Yeah, I tell people all the time, I tell doctors all the time, you're you're stepping over your team too much and you're focusing on your patients. Your team is more important than your patients. Invest in them. And that practice building flows naturally from people building is how I look at it. We're thinking, what do I need to do for marketing? What's what's our what are our dashboards and our software solutions and all of these procedural elements that are all important. But it's the people building starting at the top, at the leadership and flowing down that will make all the difference in the world of being attractive to a world of patients to say, this is why I would want to be here. And if I moved a hundred miles away, I would still come to see you. Mm -hmm. It's the people. It's not how great your software was. I'm sorry. It's very true. true. You know, and and I think about some practices that I've been in that that just has that feeling of, you know, that you feel the tension that's in there. And I can imagine some of our listeners are already thinking, well, I don't want to serve that person because we don't have that good of a relationship or we don't get along. The last thing I want to think about is how to serve them for lack of a better term, but it's really more about getting to know them. And again, why that friction's there, I think. Right. Yeah. And communication is like trust is the, is the foundation point. You know, if we don't have trust, if I can't, if I don't feel like I can trust you, which means what, that I, I feel like you care, like you will listen, like you see as see me as a valid person. And and if, if we can't trust each other, that we're going to be direct, we're going to be straight with each other. We're not going to go behind each other's backs. I've got your back. I'm for you. Even if I'm not always drawn to you, maybe you're different maybe than me and I wouldn't hang out with you in my spare time. But you can still count on me to have your back. We're a team and we're a collective and that the team is more important than the breaking out into the individuals who have their separate things, the mission first, then the team, and then the individuals. So, which means I have to transcend some of those differences sometimes. But if I, if we can't trust each other, which means we gotta, we gotta try to communicate 
but communication is hard. Conflict resolution is almost impossible if there's not trust. So we need to build into that. We need to we need to build a bank account of positive so that if we need to address something that feels like a negative, there's 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 a balance in the account that we can draw from. If there's nobody's made any investment, now we have to deal with an issue that's very difficult at that point. And, and I love the fact that you mentioned the mission because I'm such a big believer that the mission statement of the practice is something that can unite everybody together. And I think there has to be something in there that even at the worst moments during the day, you can say, well, at least we all agree upon this. I mean, that's important, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where are we going as a vision? And then what are we doing to get there as a mission? And then, and then that's, and I often would talk to, you know, use the metaphor of the Wizard of Oz. What is the Emerald City? Where are we all going? But then when you think about that, Dorothy and her friends, assuming the listeners have all seen the Wizard of Oz, and as time goes on, more people haven't. But I, I give you that homework. If you're listening and you haven't seen that, you should see that movie. But what you have Dorothy and her friends that all have different strengths. They all have different weaknesses. They recognize those in each other, right? They even poke at each other a bit around those weaknesses. But in the end, they go arm in arm off to see the wizard because there is a compelling destination that we all have a reason to travel to, a different reason. We have different inspiration sources, different reasons we want to go, but we're going to, we're going to come together in those different styles and strengths so that we can we can get there and that's why like when you use assessments you know and many people have taken one or more i we use a core four because we are multi-dimensional beings right and i like to look at these four different avenues into people but if when we can see those different strengths and they are different it's almost like we're speaking different languages and the more that we can do this, it's not like you just do an assessment to hire, although I believe that's important, but we use those assessment insights to guide onboarding and we use it to develop, you know, have personalized development for teams, for leaders and teams once we've gotten to that point, including the assembly of charts as to what are the scores, what are the when we look at this for each team member, and then I encourage the entire team to be able to access those, to reference those, so we can build a language and a framework so that we can, that, that drives the culture, right? We can speak in terms of the unique strengths, and we're not trying to turn weaknesses into strengths. We're simply trying to find the way we can bring our strengths together in a way that gets us down that yellow brick road to that Emerald City. You made me very nostalgic, I must admit. <laughs> I realize I haven't seen that movie in so long. Yeah. Uh, but but the, the assessment part is so important to me. You know, I, I'm a big believer in DISC. I know that you and I have talked about different assessments that are out there. I know the ones that you've created, the ones that you use. And I think it's so important that people, no matter who you are in the practice, that people invest in digging deeper into their own psychology and realizing the things that they're drawn toward or that trigger them. And I think whenever you've got a better understanding of that, it helps you better uh, understand the environment around you as well. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Gallup 
you know, in, in talking about the state of the global workplace and saying what what is it that creates greater engagement and greater productivity ultimately. And they, you know, they concluded three factors. One is a purpose-driven workplace rather than it just being paycheck-driven. And then that's where we look at people's inspiration sources getting tied into that larger purpose of the organization. But then also having it be strengths-based rather than trying to turn weaknesses into strengths. And the last thing is a, is a focus on team development rather than just team satisfaction. We're not just trying to satisfy kind of whatever the whims and urges are. We do want to meet people's needs, right? But that's important. We want to listen. We want to ask, what do you need to thrive in this role? How can I serve you? How can I help you thrive? And I talk to a lot of doctors who never, ever get anywhere close to that, right? They've never, nobody ever taught them how to ask anybody that. There's a lot of assumptions made. And I just think you should know and get it. And hey, I'm paying you, aren't I? I mean, it's like there's way too much of that mentality. But we should be, they, the research shows that people are taking jobs greatly and staying because they want development opportunities. I want to be a better person because I was here. And I think yeah. that's important. We can help each other if we know what, what, you know, more who each other is. We can help better. I love that. And I know so many assistants that I talk to, they they feel very stuck somewhere because they feel like there's nowhere for them to grow or to learn. And they feel like that they're just there to do X and that's it and collect your paycheck and go home. And there's just something that isn't fulfilling about that to us as human beings. Right. Yeah. Well, we stay, I think we stay, you know, the, the, behavioral what we call our action approach assessment and then the thinking cognitive style when those are the two that probably best determine a person's fit for a role right are you are you a good match for the strengths that this role would typically call for but then why does a person stay they stay because their inspiration sources are rewarded. If I'm driven by challenge achievement and I want to I want to reach goals and I want to get a kind of a return back on the investment of my time and energy here, then I need to meet that or I won't be happy. I won't, I'll, even if I don't know why I'm not happy, I'm not fulfilled. I'm not thinking that was a good day, that was a good year and I can be persuaded to go elsewhere for another buck or two an hour or something where it's closer by or whatever. But if those top inspirational source drivers are met, I would never want to leave, especially if we've gotten more masterful in our dance of how the people come together. I, I was telling somebody yesterday that it's like, we want to be masterful, like on our own instruments. Yes, I'm first violin and you're trombone or whatever. You're, you, you play the horn, but we also, it's the, the conductor is hopefully crafting a beautiful symphony based upon the, the right timing and integration of these amazing skill sets into more of a seamless whole. And that's what's missing a lot of the time in great part because the conductor is not knowing his people and his his or her people and what their instruments are calling for at what time at timing but also 
there's not a sense of we know each other enough to come in at the right time and support and then back off. And, you know, how do we help each other shine? And that's that's not being built into the culture enough as far as I'm concerned. And, and I'll tell you, this is a topic I think we could talk all day on because could. <laughs> and, I know, and I know our listeners are, are dying for more information. And so I want to have you back on another podcast where we can dive into this a little bit more, uh, you know, and really hone in on like one area. Yeah. Uh, but I want to make sure that our, our uh, listeners can reach out to you or learn more about you or even uh, check out some of those assessments that you're talking about and what that might look like for them. Yeah, uh, anybody can go to peopleplusperpose.com, all spelled out, peopleplusperpose.com. So you can see I'm a people guy and a purpose guy, right? I put it right in the name, peopleplusperpose.com. And anybody who's listening who wants to see how this relates to hiring or even how that's a foundation for leading into constructing and developing a great team, you can go, you can go to peopleplusperpose.com forward slash hiring blueprint and you can grab a free foolproof hiring blueprint. And even if you're a, a team member and not the doctor, then I think there's still value in that. And then on the site, they're not expensive. You could choose as an assistant, you know, to take the assessments yourself. I mean, it's one set of four is not that big of a deal. And maybe share that with the doctor uh, and, and see if, if there's an interest there in learning more. Yeah. And, and that's something that I always encourage our listeners to do is don't wait for somebody to say, you should do this. If invest in yourself, invest in your future, invest in your, your psyche uh, heading into the practice every day. And if something like this uh, sounds like something that can benefit you, get you to know a little bit more about yourself and kind of where you want to go, uh, that roadmap that we talk about so often on this podcast uh, then certainly uh, I encourage you, uh, check out that website. Make sure uh, peoplepluspurpose.com, mm -hmm. all spelled out. And, and I will tell you again, uh, I've gotten to enjoy uh, getting to meet Matthew, and uh, we will have him back on future uh, podcasts. Uh, I promise you that. So thanks for your time, man. I really do appreciate it. It's my pleasure, and I thank you for the opportunity to share my passion. And uh, hopefully we've made a difference for at least one person today. Hey, that's what it's all about, right? Uh, you know, help one uh, and then help the next. So, yeah. and we, we thank all of you who listen to this podcast every week. We so appreciate your comments, your feedback. Make sure that you subscribe to us. Make sure you're giving us uh, some ratings. We always want to make sure that we are bringing you the latest information from experts throughout the industry. So until next time, Kevin Henry, co-founder of Ignite DA, signing off. Wishing you a great day, week, month, and year ahead. Together, we rise.